What's going on, everybody? Corey here. Welcome back to Fly Casual. You're going to put on your big boy pants because it's time for some reviews and some rumors. That's right. We got Vader 4, Afro number 11, Rogue One number 5. That makes sense. And Cassian and K2S at number 1. That's a thing now. And plus sweet, sweet, sweet F8 rumors. You're going to want to go the distance. It's time to Fly Casual. Let's get ready to ring What is going on, party people? Oh, uh, man. The distance is going on. Incorrect. Party people say yeah. 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 Suck it. Oh, yeah. Learn your role, party people. Oh, You're here yeah. for one reason and one reason only, and that is for saying yeah. Suck it. Yeah. I don't want to suck it. How are we keeping your pants? Come on, man. Just one podcast, please. Ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to your favorite Star Wars podcast of various uh, different taglines or whatever we decided at any given point. Uh, You're a bag of tricks. Yeah, that's right. Welcome to Fly Casual. I'm your host, Mr. Corey T. Wilson. With me on my left is Michael Jarchbold. Uh, I, uh, hey, hey, how you hey, guys pal. doing? Hey. Smooth. How you doing there? Yeah, nailed you it. like that, yeah? Yep, yep. Uh-huh. Backed it into a corner. <laughs> Very Didn't much. Didn't let it pass you. <laughs> yeah. Got a note from HR the next day. No, no, mm-hmm. no, no mm-hmm. little quippy thing to say. Yep. Hi. Hi. Hello. How are How are you? <laughs> I'm doing all right. Good. How about you, buddy? Um, My shoulder hurts a little. I know. Down to the elbow, a little bit of nerve yeah. pain. I'm not sitting right. I'm not sitting right at work. We need to, we need to get you a massage. Oh, a massage. Mm. Yeah. Well, that sounds lovely, in you fact. Like Will they wash my hair with Vidal Sassoon <laughs> with Salon Care? We can get you a sensual That's massage. That's the longest you've actually been able to Without do. going Australian, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it really is. Nigel! It really is. Nigel! <laughs> He's not here. <laughs> he might be here soon. Well, no. <laughs> I'm not letting him in the door. <laughs> He can, he can fag off. <laughs> hello, oh, that, hello, hello. That master control, Mr. Stephen J. Howie. Um, this just in. Yeah. Snoke is a pork. Snoke. Pork. You hit. Pork snork. Snoke. Snork. Pork. All right. That's snork. right. <laughs> I've seen Empire. Snork. Snork the pork. Empire's rise and fall while eating a mackerel on the beach. That's what they do, right? Yep. Porgs. He eats porgs, huh? They space mackerel. He's evil. He eats porgs. No, Chewie eats porgs. We've got it all figured out. He's a porg eater. <laughs> that actually sounded <laughs> less like man eater and more like the small wonder theme. They're all the small wonder theme, man. <laughs> a Wookiee unlike other girls. It actually should be uh, Stranger Things. Stranger Things. He's a miracle. <laughs> Perfect Stranger Things. And I'm so confused. He'll enchant Can't you, you at first sight. growl. Oh. Yeah. Rawr. Yeah. Rawr. I saw a picture of the chick what played Vicky uh, yesterday. It was, oh, I'm sorry. It, it now was I one have of to those, Google it. It was one of those screen ran oh, articles gosh. that start with 15 things dot dot dot. Basically, two thirds of all of screen rants content now is just 15 things you played. didn't know about. Blah. And it's it's usually 13 things you didn't you did know Vicky. and two things you don't care about. But uh, it was a child stars one and it had uh, had Vicky. <laughs> I was like, oh, she's uh, she's a handsome woman. There you go. Oh, well. Dear Lord in heaven. I had a crush on her <gasps> when I was little. 
I wanted to get me some of that robot action. I have a crush on her now. Yeah. Damn. I do too again. That sucks. <laughs> I didn't need that. It's like it's like I've never been able to shake Salil Moonfry. You're just adding to the problem. Oh man, that's another one. I know. So how do you spell Soleil? So was it Soleil? Salil? Cirque du Salil Moonfry? You think Google can find her? Yeah. Moonpie. Damn it. Shit. I haven't hit that one in a long time. I know. What did he say? Felt good. Soleil Moonfry. I thought her name was Salil. I don't know that he's wrong, but it's just Soleil. Soleil? Soleil? I don't know. Did I already introduce you or not, Howie? No. Master Troll, Steve J. Howie. You did. I'm just That's what I thought. I don't know things. I'm too focused on child stars that but, I crushed um, on that grew up in, and they're even better um, looking. Snoke is a pork. That's right. Snork. <laughs> pork. Snoke pork. Pork sword. We're ah, back to this. Pork yep. sword, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's a federal oh, law. It's state law. You can look it up. State law. <laughs> Anybody want to buy a boat? <laughs> you can look it up. Yeah, we're showing how classy we are by dropping our hot Bob and Tom sound bites over here. <laughs> and across that's, that's retro now that's man. right across the uh, up and down the butte and down a few is mr sancho panda joining us again hey, i'm back what's up you don't sound too excited i am excited it's episode 150 <gasps> what? what no one told me whoa no whoa, whoa, whoa. how am i the one who knows this whoa, whoa. <laughs> we didn't get a cake yeah where's the that, cake that's kathy's <laughs> where's uh, the cake listen the to the distance yeah buy a cake yeah, that's, that's true. true. That's we true. did get our cake. Yeah. We did get yeah. our cake. And we, we just didn't get right. to eat it, too. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. You know, since this is episode 150, I think we should turn over a new leaf. Okay. <laughs> so usually you start out by being mean to Mike. So I just wanted to say, hey, Mike, how's <laughs> yeah. your mom? Is she still dead? <laughs> it's funny because he made you think it was going to be different. But it wasn't different. It wasn't different, Mike. It wasn't different. It was more of the same. Well, she's not really dead because she was in my bed. Oh, oh man. No, that's Whoa. Garrett's mom. Oh, yeah. How yeah. My mom's dead. If you're... That's a bad habit, buddy. Yeah, and that's called necrophilia. <laughs> yeah. I think it's against the you law. You don't want no part of that. <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's against state law. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I will say, though, Garrett's mom, Garrick's mom likes to role play. So it could just be that you thought. It oh, was no. Mike's dead mom. It was, it was totally Garrett's <laughs> mom, and I knew. Oh, you knew? It was, it was Did you ask her to pretend she was Mike's dead mom, or was you, that her you, idea? Can you oh, no, dead? no, it was mutual. She wanted to, and I wanted her to. Oh, really? Oh, well, right. she knows what to do. Yeah. She knows how to scratch that itch. Yep. Oh, that's Yeah. Beautiful. So She's for the record, Garrick, Garrick put me up to that. <laughs> oh, he did. I love how it turned back it was, to oh, man. Mom, so. It yeah. was my idea, but I said I would never say it, and he said, totally do say it. So Even, yeah. Garrick's always going to say well, totally Garrick, say Well, Garrick has never quite recovered from his mom and her exploits. So. That's right. Mm-hmm. Well, what's to recover from? It's a Nothing. continuing journey. Well, him, but yeah. yeah. I have to recover, though. I have to take in some fluids. Oh, man. Uh, replenish. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, ice packs. Ice and heat. <laughs> ice packs. Yeah. Heat, night, heat nights. Heat nights. On certain nights. Yeah. yeah, you're right. It's rough. It's rough. You got to get the uh, the old you Bengay, gotta, gotta, Bengay gotta. on the hammies <laughs> afterward. I'm just saying. Ooh. I'm saying she's loose sexually. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Thanks for the clarification. I thought we were all on board for that. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to be obscure about it. She uh, likes Be direct. To have, more direct. Uh, personal relations with many, uh, many, with uh, many, 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 many. Yeah. Oh, many I regret gentlemen. so much right now. She's equal opportunity uh, philanderer. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, this is, is all your. This is all your fault. You shouldn't have done it. Yep. I'm, Episode one fifty. Yay! <laughs> I like you how know, this completely backfired. <laughs> <laughs> you know where uh, uh, George Lucas got the faster, more intense. Yeah. From oh his mom. Yeah, he, yeah, he did. Get on up in there. What? What? Nothing. <laughs> I'm just listening. Hey, welcome to your favorite Star Wars podcast. I don't think you introduced uh, yeah. Mr. Sancho Ponda. Yes, I, yeah, I yeah, you did. You did. And then I just Come turned on. it into a slam. <laughs> no. Come on, guys. No. no. Yeah. No one wants to play your sad games, sad sack McSatterson. <laughs> Over there. Although right now I'm Sancho, not Jay Panda, I think. Yeah, Sancho, Sancho, not, not, I like that. That's it. But we don't know that it's not Jay. Well, it's not. Oh! It's a boring Texan <laughs> bass fisher sounding name. <laughs> <laughs> Adding to the ethnicity of... <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why HR wanted to bring you on. We're stuck in a diversity loop. Yes. <laughs> a diversity loop? <laughs> yeah. That's true. I don't have any. Uh, yeah, my I, my name is boring. Hmm. I'm named after uh, uh, a a black character. Does that help? Does that legitimize Finn. me in any way? Finn. No. Boyega. Are no. you still talking? Boring. He was a little <laughs> kid on a on a sitcom. No, no middle name. I'm just named after my dad's middle name. That's what I got going on there. Nothing exciting. Also, Finn. Finn. Yep, that's it. Right. From Great Expectations, you nailed it. Hit me right in the Writer. the movie version of something. Hey, guys, want to talk about some... Please. Wait a minute. It's time for reviews. Oh, oh. oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, Everyone shit. has to do it. Oh, We're compensating for oh, the lack of Derek. Yeah. What we is got going four on? comics. Four of them. To review, oh. yes. Goodness Vader Christ. number four, four eleven. This dude just skirks his duties when he's got four comics lined up. <laughs> I know, and he's like, tells another dude, "Cover for me. Don't tell him you're not me." Just I don't in, even know why he's not insult here. Insult Mike's dead mom. They won't know you're not me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, all right, I, I you guys ready for even, this? I already didn't even call in this week, man. No, no, he just didn't show up. They don't take kindly to that in HR. He just didn't show up. That's not right. Yep. Yep, so I'm going to make up some lies about him cornering yep, me. Do it. Yeah. Ooh, sounds fun. Yeah. That'll be fun. Yeah. Vader number, number four. Vader number four. Vader four came out. Yeah, And did. you ready for the review here? Dying. Yeah, I am. All right, those of you at home, just picture Garrick's voice as I read these. But just, <laughs> so, it's like mine. Just, I wrote it myself. But yeah, picture, just sound no, like... probably a welcome reprieve, so you, go ahead and do it your way. If you want to sound like Garrick, just sound like you're not completely committed. To what okay. you're about to read. <laughs> like you're committed, you're locked in, but you've still got that like 5% self-doubt going on. Then I think Yeah, is this nail. joke going to land? I'm not sure. <laughs> oh, well, it doesn't matter anyway. All right. <laughs> Nobody's listening. Speaking of landing, we find Vader at the bottom of a ravine doing his best. You probably wonder how I got here, Thor pose. Oh, <laughs> nice. But he doesn't waste time monologuing. Instead, oh, yeah. he cannibalizes the Jedi's droid to stitch mm. himself back together. Think Sally yeah. from Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> oh, nice. For me to win, it's time to fight dirty. There's no room for mercy. See, I switched to the major key there at the end, like yeah. at the end of the movie. Yeah, you did. Yeah, Jeez. yeah you yeah. really brought, us, brought, brought it right to the emotional part. 
Meanwhile, Jedi What's-His-Head bumps into some old friends, and he restates everything he just told Vader. He's like an ex-football player reliving his glory years. But his plans to, to turn his home into a Jedi canton will have to wait. As Vader reemerges, and this time he has the high ground. <laughs> like hundreds of yards of it. <laughs> As what's his head makes up the difference, Vader green goblins him with a sadistic ultimatum. And it's damned <laughs> if he does and damned if he doesn't. Literally, because of the damn. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Right there. And while, <laughs> and while Vader gives him one final throat hug, he realizes in his dying <laughs> breath that evil will always triumph because good is dumb. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we should have called it reviews. We should have just said it's time for the all years. It's time for the Derek years. Why man. build a town right next to a dam? Haven't they seen Evan Almighty? Yeah, I know. Dude, That's a bad idea. Real. Somebody's going to Noah's Ark that up. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah so what do you guys think? I like the art in this issue. Yes, mm-hmm. I've liked I've liked it this whole this whole uh, series myself. That last panel there of uh, the next dish. I'm still not a fan of the Paisley Mountains. Uh, that, that yeah, they're the kind of weird. Yeah, never never a fan of that kind of stylization. Stylization. I have a little trouble from panel to panel following exactly what's happening physically. There's a lot of big things happening, right. and sometimes mm-hmm. that's kind of hard to translate. But overall. I likes. Yep. I likes. I'm a little weirded out because he got, I mean, if you remember, the mission was to go find himself a lightsaber. Yeah. He had to take it from mm-hmm. a Jedi that he killed, you know, hence him finding this this uh, old coot on this planet. But uh, mm-hmm. the the lightsaber that he steals is not the lightsaber that we know to be his. Yeah, they telegraphed that in pretty hard. Like, don't get used to this one. He's got more killings to do. Right, right, right. So, yeah, interesting. So, I I figured... I don't know what I figured, I guess. I, I, I It's going to be interesting to see which way this goes, because obviously that's not his final version. So, I don't know if he has to construct one now. And this that's what like I assumed, that he was one. just going to take the crystal out and then construct his own. That's what Ahsoka Tano did. Gotcha. Okay. He's well, got to soak it that makes blood or something, whatever they oh, decided they did. the crystal. <laughs> I know. It's dumb. Soak it. <laughs> yeah. It's something like that. It's they got take, a marinade. They it's, take they, the crystal out and they soak it they in pigeon's it. blood. They bleed, they bleed on no, it. Crystal. They bend it to their will and it naturally turns red because it's really sad. He's like, no. I think I like the marinade idea better. <laughs> There's a recipe, a Sith recipe for how to you exactly. leave it in the fridge for several hours. That's right. <laughs> yeah, it's a, uh, it's uh it's <laughs> it's it's mom's mom's Sith crystal recipe. It's uh it, you've, the the key is you got to brown the butter. Yeah, yeah, you got to mm-hmm. brown the butter. It's just the way it is. I'm digging this comic. I can't wait to see what they got next. Yeah, speaking yeah. of browning the butter. Yeah, Vader's <laughs> Vader's uh, always nice, going to be my favorite. Go I think. <laughs> yeah, I like the fact that now we're getting more stories of Vader that are not immediately tied to the events of something else or the movies or anything like that, that they're actually taking this like arc of like Vader being a nub. And yeah, yeah. It seems like every other permutation of Vader it's like everyone wants to show him at the height of his powers, so yep. you never know, really know where that is exactly. exactly. Like even in Lords of the Sith Dude kicks some serious butt. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And like that's supposed to be early on. Mm-hmm. But at some point, he should have had to get used to being like a whole new dude made of metal. 
Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. yeah. And that's why he lost the first battle against Jedi. What's his head? Mm-hmm. His name's not worth remembering. So Jedi Silverbuns. <laughs> works Jedi for me. What's his nuts? Go ahead. Yeah, yeah it works. <laughs> Any what other else? thoughts before that's, we move on? That's it. That's it for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm in. I'm All in. right. Now we're here for Garrick's darling, Dr. Afro 11. Oh, that's my darling too, my son. All right. You guys ready? <laughs> yeah, let's do it. My darling too, my son. That guy. I'm creepy. ready. Ow. <laughs> Shut your face, hole. Okay. All right. After the past two issues gave us British drama, that's people opening doors on each other and saying, What is it, Nigel? I'm a raging comlinks. Well, I think you better go. Yes, I think I better had. <laughs> we finally get to the American summer blockbuster, so break out your popcorn. Now it's Chopping Mall meets Hunger Games. Arr. And unfortunately for Katniss Aphrodine, the Game Master <laughs> is a droid that's more Maximilian than Vincent. Oh, Bonus if wow. you get that reference. <laughs> yeah. Bonus points for that. Black the hole, ensuing action sequences are a Whedon-esque blend of horror and humor. Think third act of Cabin in the Woods. Mm-hmm. With a moment of calm so our hero can strip down into her Sarah Connor cosplay. Yeah. A few narrow escapes later and Sarah Batgirl Katniss Connor Aphrodine <laughs> reaches the David Bowie end boss. That's when Zero Dark Three reveals his trump card, Darth Vader. And he must be having an off day because it's the end of the comic and he's not falling into a pit. <laughs> He's not dead. You're not meeting yeah. your quota. Dying. Yeah, come on. Up your game. He's I'm kind of weirded out issue. that that door Iris is closed in the shape of a swastika. I'm just saying, it's uh, it's a little off-putting. Oh, mm. A glowing green swastika in this comic. I didn't know yeah, why that. not. Not off-putting at all. I, I I I actually have a rare degenerative disease where I see swastikas <laughs> everywhere. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait! Oh wait! It's called the internet. That's right. <laughs> yes. Oh, I forgot. I yes, suffer from internet. No. <laughs> that was a long time. You're welcome. So I really enjoyed this. Um, yeah. Just it just it was just fun. It didn't you know not too much to think about deeply. Not nothing actually happens. But it was just a lot of fun. Eh, I mean, a lot the, of robot, the going robot on. goes crazy, and the robot goes crazy, and the robots, yeah, yeah. The robot I mean, I, starts killing peoples. I, the the Jedi guy doesn't really intrigue me very much. Like, there's no depth to him. He's yeah, just they're not really. He's doing just anything you've with awoken that. me from my slumber. Just right. He could just be a mummy, basically. Yeah. But Triple uh, Zero's like we just still don't know what's going on in his head, and so that's really fun. Yeah, because Trimpsy's the one that set her up, right? I mean, he's the one that yeah. brought Vades to the the party. Yeah, he he brought Vades. He activated the guns. He's a uh, he's he really is playing game master. You know, opening and closing doors on people. He just wants to watch people die, but he's got to have something else planned. Or, or essentially, else he he's have... bored out of his mind. So he's <laughs> set all this up. Vader's on the ship now, and the last panel is pretty much him saying, "Okay, let's talk." Yeah, but there's there's this the moment I love in this comic is like where he's con, he's it finally hits for Afra what's going on and she just stops for a second in the midst of all the mayhem and like pounds her head against the wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is, man. Just yeah, I love nice the little character, character man. touch. Funk, funk. Yeah, actually, the <laughs> I, I thought the black crustacean picking her up too was a nice touch. I don't oh know, yeah, it just kind of shows their relationship a little bit and. I don't know. I I love this comic, man. They're they're great original characters, and I don't know. I wish the art was a little cleaner. I feel like the art's kind of juvenile. Yeah. yeah, it's a little mm-hmm. bit. And yeah. I'd be happy if I never saw Gooey the Hut ever again. Whatever that hut is, 
Gooey the Hut. He always looks like he's good. He's like half hut, half pizza the hut. You know what I mean? From Spaceballs. Also, yeah. favorite part of the comic is his line with an asterisk at the end, and then down below a square that says asterisk translated from Huttese. Oh, come on. They do that every time. <laughs> it cracks it's always me in off. There. It's like, oh, I get it. I mean, you could just as easily put it in a weird font or something. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. I'm always thinking. Yeah, the art. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Some of these panels I really like, and then other ones you write are just real lazy. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. The yeah. other thing that bothers me about the art, besides the style, is I feel like her outfits in the last few comics, like she looks great on the cover and it's all spacey. Yeah, it's totally yeah. different. And then, and then in the comic, I feel like she shops at Target and Gap. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Exactly one of my major problems with the last several issue, issues yeah. of this comic. I don't know what the heck that was going on Is that they just keep dressing her in Earth-like cyberpunk type stuff. And then halfway through this one, takes off the wig and you realize, oh, wait, she's just wearing a business suit this whole time. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And then that, and then a tank top and jeans. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And it's kind of like <laughs> oh, so that one's not so bad. Well, for uh, the PG thirteen rating, sure. That small Stop frame and those thinking D's. with oh. your dinks and start thinking with your uh your genre specific aesthetic oh, yeah. uh, requirements. Thank oh, it's you. it's yeah. great. That's great art. It literally is <laughs> jeans. It really, really is just jeans. It's all good. And I love it. Up. I love it. And a messenger bag from uh, from a ripostal. I don't know. Oh, man. Some of these panels, though. It's just so lazy. It oh. is. It is. The art is just, I mean, there's good, there's some good coloring. There's definitely someone has a lot of fun with the light yeah. effects and stuff like mm-hmm. that. I don't but... even more, I don't even mind some of the more comic-y look and quotey fingers, I guess, on some of the panels. Contoury is what I would call it. Heavy yeah. contour. Art. I mean, there's 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 one panel where it shows her standing there, you know, in her tank top, and she's, you know, hearing that Vader's coming and whatnot. And then the very next one shows her running down a hall, and it looks like my 10-year-old drew it. I just, I'm just like, <laughs> I... Hmm. Oh, yeah, the running down a hall looks really... I think... <laughs> I'm pretty sure her arm is bent completely backward. <laughs> it looks like it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it, I'm uh, like, really? This art's definitely not the worst. They we've paid seen, you money for this? But I'd put it in the bottom 25% of yeah. all the Star Wars comics. It, yeah. It feels throwback. Yeah. Um, does, isn't this coming out every two weeks instead of every month? Isn't that part of the problem? It has, it has been, but, well, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if that's the problem. Um, well, yeah, probably. I mean, from the artist perspective, probably because they're on such a tight schedule, but mm-hmm. I don't know. The next one isn't till mid September though. Right. I'm trying to look here. Hold I would like to point out that know. the gun that black crustaceans holding in, uh, when she's sitting there, you know, stripping down to her tank top and all that. I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure he's holding a mass relay station from mass effect in his arms. I'm just to give you some idea of the scale of the gun and her briar pistol also looks yeah, huge. Know, she's she's very lazily holding like a thermos filled with ball bearings or something. <laughs> <laughs> kind of ridiculous. Kind of ridiculous. Yeah. I, I I know you guys love the Afro comic, but it just it doesn't. Just, it's just really, the artist right now, man. It I mean, doesn't they, feel Star Warsy to me for the reasons we've discussed, and just I, I don't know. It's, they've wrote it's so I mean, contained. They've, they've, it's like bottle episode. They rotate the the artist, and and right now it's just not. I mean, the last few not, issues it's not have just not the been art. Great. It's not just the art. Like it's all these characters have been together for what three issues now. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on, let's move. Let's change a scene along, or something. Right. Yep, I feel you. I feel you. Yeah, they need to do some new stuff. Yep, yep, Hopefully yep, yep. that uh, the new arc will take us in that direction. So. Speaking of new stuff, that was my Howie transition. 
Oh, nice. I wanted to say one more thing about Afro oh. first. I'm, I'm here to destroy every transition tonight. That's my if goal. You, if you didn't, you wouldn't fit in here. We, we either destroy or call out all of our uh, segues. Like, yeah, hey, that you, was a hell of a segue. I, this is more of a question. What do you guys think about her kind of having this Cowboy Bebop, Firefly, like she can never land the big score aspect of her character? I like it. I mean, I, I don't know. It's kind of endearing to me. I don't. Um, it doesn't feel cliche. Maybe cliche, but I, I still enjoy it. I mean, most of the stuff that we see in these comics are just hella cr- cliche. <laughs> I mean, yeah, nothing's no really that. <laughs> nothing's that original. I mean, even down to space whales. You know what I mean? In some of these comics, so I mean, I, I guess I've learned over time to just enjoy them for what they are. I don't know. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I also like it. Every now and then, you got to give a dog a bone. You know, somebody's got to the you can't have the the good guy always lose out. Even when you're playing the anti-hero card, yes, you always yes. got to have at least even in a, in a good anti-hero story. You know, like, uh, I don't know. I, I think of the movie Payback is like the ultimate like anti-hero kind of like, you know, his luck is horrible. Even though he's getting closer and closer to his ends, there's always one night where the anti-hero can relax. Mm-hmm. Like they shack up with somebody and they've got one night of peace before everything goes right crazy as soon as they open their eyes again in the morning. And and you've got if you don't have that landing part, nobody ever has a chance to catch their breath. So I, I, I kind of feel a little one, little the other. So Yeah, that's 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 what I was getting. That's yeah. where I was going with that. And I, Just, I don't know what it is. I mean, you're talking about the cliches and whatnot, but I don't know. I the cliches in this I mean, if, if you compare and contrast this to like Poe Dameron, I I'll take this over that any day of the week. Right. I mean, mean, the Poe Dameron, it's not even that it's overly cliched. It's just bad writing. But that's like saying, that's like saying, uh, hey, uh, Corey, would you rather read a Hunger Games book or eat this uh, rancid pile of dog crap that I just pulled out of the yard? I'm like, I guess I'll read a Hunger Games book, but I'm not going to be happy about it. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Poe Dameron is garbage. That book is garbage. <laughs> they are. Yeah. I, I am so close to stop buying that comic, and I'm. That is. Yeah, so... I, you are so close to not giving them money for that thing. That's no good. <laughs> I just hate, all the other things. It's just my personality. I'm like one of those completists, and I have to have the whole set. But I don't know. I'm. <laughs> at some point, they piss you off enough where you're just like, nah, never mind. Just burn them. You need to have a burning party. Yeah, pr- pretty much. Yep. I'm yep. thinking. Need to, you just need to go rogue one night. Speaking of rogue one. Oh. No, actually, I still have. No, I'm just kidding. All right. <laughs> rogue one, episode five, issue mm-hmm. five. Um, Garrick doesn't really do reviews for these, so I won't either. We'll just talk about what's new. So it kind of starts with them heading out to the Scarif and landing there and infiltrating. <laughs> We got a few new scenes. We've got Admiral Radish saying, "Hey, let's help." Yeah, so that was that pointless. Kind of, yeah. It's <laughs> it yeah. like obvious that didn't need to be there. And um, I thought it was interesting, Chira explaining why he and Baze were still fighting. What'd you guys think about that? So the reason they're still fighting is they were guardians of the temple where all of the Kyber crystals were, and so when they all got put onto the Death Star, then in order to still be guardians of that temple. Their new mission was to make sure it got destroyed. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I, I, I I dig that bend. I think it works. Yeah. You know, it's something the movie didn't have to cram down our throats, but it's a nice Agreed. little, just like a slight insight. Mm-hmm. 
And the other new thing, oh, go ahead. The, just remember when we when we watched the movie, just hearing that they're guardians of the wills, we about lost our minds. Mm-hmm. And we're like, oh crap, that's in the thing. That's that's a thing again now. And so, like, I don't think it's it. I don't think we should lose sight of the fact that you know we could take for granted the fact that that is a legitimate part of Star Wars again. You know, so any little piece of that that I get makes me happy in my happy in my happy place. Don't touch me, Mike. <laughs> You're saying they're all the right things, though. <laughs> oh my gosh! Oh. Uh, and we also learn how uh, K two tricks the other KX unit into joining him in a broom closet. So <laughs> yeah, it's basically like, hey, look did. over there, gotcha. It's a little <laughs> a little comical. Yeah. So yeah, it works. It works. I I don't again. I I I don't like how the art in this bounces between like old old 1980s star or 1980s marvel star wars comics heavy heavy contour art with flat colors Mm -hmm. to almost photorealistic we trace the image of the actual actor (laughs) you know it it confuses me because some of it looks terrible and then other other parts it looks a little too good and then again it goes right back to looking like completely off so it's like you can tell when they had a promo a piece of promo art of an actor they could work with they would and then when they tried to invoke something that they didn't have something to go from, it's way, 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 way off. Kind of freaks me out a little. I don't know. I still, I overall, I actually still like the art a lot. I think that's been one of the strong points about this series, and that, and not only the, not only that, but the, the little additional nuggets that we didn't get with, uh, with Force Awakens. It just freaks me out. Like, okay, here's all this background stuff. We're gonna stroke it in all point two five, but here's a character. We're gonna stroke it in five point thick. Yeah, no, I feel you. I, I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. A lot of these lately have kind of suffered from that. We were talking yeah. about the, the you know, Afro running down the hall just a second ago. And yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, <clears throat> maybe, yeah, maybe they're just on too much of a breakneck schedule to get, you know, get product to. I don't know. I think, it, I think it's a style. I think it's an art style. But I mean, as much as I say that about this comic, there's some panels that look just fantastic. I mean, KG <clears throat> yeah. looks awesome almost everywhere he appears. You know, right. Well, he's just so. a bunch of straight lines, right? Yeah, right. For the but most the, part, but the shading, even like it's a yeah. good, it's a good mix of like some crosshatch ink and some like good like watercolor, almost like Prismacolor marker looking stuff that I really, really dig. Um, but then, yeah, some of the faces on the people are just super, super washed out, even though they've actually traced. I say traced, but you know who knows? But it looks like they've traced their face, like the actual angles and the. Details are the faces perfectly, but then the color is just completely flat. So I, I don't know. I, I feel like it's inconsistent. Maybe that inconsistency is a product of the timetable. Who can tell at this point? I'd like one panel where they just clearly just Photoshop the actor's face right on. Yeah. Like not even painted or anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just uh, awesome. why not? Well, you look at the cover <laughs> of this one and it's it's very much like a, you know, a, a trace of a shot from the film. But then, Oh, yeah. 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 At that point, you're like, why not just put the picture on there? Why not just capture it? Call it a day. I don't know. Well, if you want to see our Rogue One characters in new poses. Hey, segue. (laughs) Let's talk about the new comic that just started. The new series, Cassian and K2SO. Is this a a series or a one-off? That's 001. Oh, oh, one. Yeah, but they so, did that. They did that with Droid, the C three PO comic too. So I think this is a one off. Well, thank Eric goodness, and I were talking about this earlier. 
Hmm. Okay. We were a little well. weirded out because there's a variant that's supposed to be coming out in a couple weeks of this issue that came out yesterday. So I'm or two All days right. ago. Well, let me review it and then we'll talk about it. Sounds good. All right. This story begins in the middle with a cold open of K2SO waking up RoboCop style to say, Uruk, hi, to Cassian. Get it? Because they choke people when they wake up. They're a Kai. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, so rewind to before their meet cute and Cassian's landing on an empire occupied planet to steal some military intelligence because that's a new story idea, right? Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Haven't seen that before? Never. Never happened ever. Not in Rogue One. (laughs) Oh, Oh man. He's accompanied by a pair of lavender ladies, and I can't decide between a ghost twins from the Matrix Reloaded reference or a Siamese cats from Lady and the Tramp reference. Eh, They're a sorry from Mass Effect. Oh, there you go. Anyways, the trio don't get too far before triggering an alarm that puts all the troops on high alert. That's when Cassian decides to John Connor a KX series droid, but he has trouble finding the off switch until the twins remind him that not every droid keeps his genitals in the same place. The real comedy ensues as the first reprogramming doesn't quite take, or the second, or the third, and I can't decide between an Iron Giant reference or a Flynn Rider being hit over the head repeatedly with a frying pan by Rapunzel from Tangled reference. (laughs) Anyways, as luck would have it, K2SO provides all the intelligence the rebels need, and the twins do an Ahura fan dance so our two protagonists can can start their own comic series? I don't know. Maybe. Oh yeah! yeah. <laughs> see, I'm just end it with confidence. Here. I actually haven't read this one yet. Yeah, see, I think it's a one-off because it doesn't show the next cover. Well, it says yeah, it says the end at the end yeah. instead uh-huh. of massive cliffhanger. <laughs> Vader died. Oh, they obviously didn't oh. care about this comic too much. Ah, uh, the art in this one is cheap. This, yeah, yeah, this um, is one of the worst I've seen in my opinion. It almost feels like the only idea they had was a comedic idea of, yeah. hey, what if his reprogramming doesn't work once and then again and then again? <laughs> and by the end, it's just a little old. Yeah. And I, I have to be honest, what I was most disappointed about is in the movie, Cassian's really upset and distraught about all of the bad things he's done because of the war by that point. Mm-hmm. And we don't really see one of those in this comic. And I thought that would have been cool to add. Yeah, it would have been a nice touch to actually justify that. A little yeah, bit. I mean, they leave the twins behind, but that was their own sacrifice. That's not him backstabbing somebody or playing dirty or anything like that. And is anybody attached to these emotionless emo Asari? I mean, really, they just stand there and look upset the whole comic. You know, uh, are they? I guess they communicate by scent. So that's cool, right? Uh, okay. uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I feel like this could have been a, a really cool splash into something new, but instead it just seems like a, a cash grab one-off. They've been well, doing that a little bit lately. Maybe but, maybe it'll sell so well that they'll change their minds and start <clears throat> making a whole series out of it. Like some, yeah. of, some of this art looks like the kind of stuff that I would see like comic book artists like sketching before they were professionals. Like, I got to draw all the time, man. I got to draw. They're watching TV and sketching at the same time. They're just random sketching. Like any close up of Cassian, just like so rough. It looks like everything. It looks like this whole comic is just a study in things, but not an actual job. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, it looks like someone's making it for themselves, for their own practice. It doesn't look like something that someone would turn in as a done product. I don't know. 
Boy, I'm disappointed with the art across the board tonight. That's the theme I'm getting. Yeah. yeah. I'm not usually I'm usually there's at least one that I'm really hot on. This not tonight. Not tonight. There's a couple good panels, but overall most of this is pretty bad. Well, thank you, Debbie Downer. You're fine. You're yeah. fine. Right. Anything yeah. you want? Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, this, you know, this comic could use more Afro boobs. That yeah. Work, Mike. Yeah. Now you're on board. <laughs> it can always use more Afro boobs. <laughs> She's not real. I know. That's unfortunate. Yeah. I'm working on that, by the way. <laughs> Weird oh. science isn't real either. <laughs> <laughs> He's working on oh, that too. Man. <laughs> <laughs> that's unfortunate because I did get the bra to put on my head. Yep. See, that's yeah. not going to get you anywhere, but I it's do not. want pics, please. <laughs> Texted to me. <laughs> Kelly the Brock 1985 or Somewhere 2017. In there. I don't know. Ooh, I can make that call pretty quick and easy. Yeah, right. Yep. Yeah, pretty confident. Pretty okay. confident. I know the right answer to that. All question. right. Speaking of the right answers, I think it's time for the pork and spite of the week. That guy always has the right answers. I don't know if y'all know this, but it's pretty common knowledge. The actors coming along to a franchise that's starting out when they ain't got a big name attached to themselves and a long, illustrious career often get paid very small paychecks. And they definitely don't get nothing on the back end, such as Kenny Baker pulling down eight grand for Star Wars. Peter Mayhew inside the Chewbacca costume pulling down five and four. Whoa. I'm saying not getting a whole lot of money given the success of the film. But Mark Hamill, he pulled down in the uh, high six figures with two and a half percent on the back end. So uh, I don't know if y'all know that the Mark Hamill must be rich as butt. <laughs> <laughs> he is now. That's for damn sure. I didn't know that. He had a career. I mean, he was not a total unknown, but at the same time, to pull down a serious paycheck, he was the lead. It's fair, but to get two and a half percent of the profits. No, wait. You saying well, he got two and a half percent of the profits of a New Hope yeah. or of a for, of the Force Awakens? New Hope. New Hope. Oh, that I did not know. See, are you sure it's him? Because I thought it was. I thought it was Alec Guinness that got all the. Alec Guinness. Alec Guinness had a sw- uh, honey of a deal. Yeah, he did. I don't have it. I think, I think he got a percentage of the gross, actually. So. Okay, yeah, that would be even crazier. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow. He made out. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, why um, am I working anymore? Yeah, I don't need work. <laughs> I'm done. I'm Everybody's done. like, hey, Alec, why are you doing anything more? And he's like, uh, I'm living off those Dr. Shivago books. Yeah. <laughs> you sure it's not Star Wars? Shut up. Look over there. Gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> no, they, they originally didn't think this was going to do well, so of course they're handing out that left and right. But I don't think they. I, I my understanding is that they weren't handing out a lot of the percentages because they didn't think it was going to amount to anything. Well, so I said left and right. That's two. Got me. I can't. I can't go anywhere against that. I'm boxed in. Speaking of boxed in, it's time for some rumors. And we all said, Oh, oh yeah. What? What? Yeah. Bring me into the sweet. Are we doing the sweet, sweet? Bring me into the sweet, sweet waters. The sweet, warm, piss warm waters of rumors. Okay, I'm going to do the best I can tonight. We're going to do it. We're going to do it. 
with what I have. Do it up straight. We're going to take a caller. Let's take our first caller. This is Phyllis in Denver. How you doing tonight, baby? I'm doing all right now. <laughs> wow, Denver. I didn't know we had that. Phyllis uh... say my real name now. <laughs> I gave you a fake name. I want nobody, nobody. Go talk about my son. I'm going to talk about having sex with his friends. I'm going to talk and put baby down to the bus. So I can't give you my real name now. <laughs> Probably best, my honey. Hey, I'm Cody. I got a flare up this old red and bumper down in here. <laughs> what? Should <laughs> I get a topical cream? <laughs> or should I go to the lady part doctor? I don't know what to say. Nobody's answering me. Everybody's still on the phone now. La- lady There's nothing part you doctor. can say. La- lady part doctor. All right, now, thank you. I'll take my answer offline. All right. <laughs> Bye. Uh, Howie, you want to help with that? I just did. <laughs> I'm not sure she hung up yet. Are you still there, ma'am? No, she's she hung up. Yep. She's gone. I, I think I hear, uh, I think I hear a rustling and a slapping sound. I'm not sure what it is. Anyway, <laughs> what are we talking about, Mike? Oh, the last Jedi is in the news this week. Photo Hello. dump. Photo surprise, dump. Surprise. Photo dump. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Mike writes his own music. Um, I guess hype for this boy. You gotta, dump. you gotta help me out. <laughs> I'm back on top again. <laughs> back on top again. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> okay. You don't want no part of it. <laughs> click, on, click on the second link. Go to betterkind.com. Yeah. Uh, episode one, 150. 150 of yeah. all things. Yay, yeah. 150. Scroll Yay. down to rumors. Rumors, yeah. Right. And uh, you on, can uh, uh, follow along the photos yeah. along with us. Do, do the second one. It says photo dump. Bing bop. Oh, so there's stuff here. Uh, a lot of, <laughs> a lot of promos, wow, that's accurate. Like promo yeah. things. Ah, looks uh, like we got some. Some of this is just from the trailer. Images, I know. Some, some of the images have already been taken down since the links uh, were put together. Yeah. Which is, I think, part of why Mike is stalling for time right now. I, <laughs> I don't know. Not much uh, here, guys. Here's one of Ray crying in the floor. Oh, wait. What? That was the last movie. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's there's not much here. <laughs> Why are, are we you, talking about... Do I need episode to, 150. I don't even know what to say, man. We do have a site link that had to take that Disney requested the photos go down. So if you were fortunate enough to see... Some yeah, of these photos right. before they were taken down. Yeah. Uh, there's some good stuff in there. One of the things I teased last week was a picture of Chewie in the Falcon cockpit with what? A porg writing on the dashboard like it's his own personal little hula girl. Quit objectifying the porgs, Chewie. They're I'm just delicacy. saying. We've, we've seen the, the pop vinyl art with uh, Chewie holding a porg. Didn't we have something else with Chewie and a Porg, or a Porg was included with a Chewie figure? I was just yeah, the, that was the, the that was the thing. last Jedi three and three quarters. Yeah, and there's now there there's a picture from the movie, a still from the movie, supposedly 
That is Chewy with literally a porg riding on the dashboard of the Falcon. How do we feel about that? I've got it. I've got, he owes a life debt to the porg. Oh, shizzled <laughs> that I would swallow. If like the <laughs> porg somehow saved him in a weird way, like you, oh, Wookiees can't swim. He's drowning, but the porg floats. So he just hold on to it. Mm-hmm. Boom. Life debt. Yeah. They're yeah. surprisingly buoyant. Yeah. <laughs> like puffins. Yeah. Well, amazingly. <laughs> similar <laughs> ironically even but uh but yeah i seriously yeah how do you guys feel about chewy having a pet porg toting around with him now anybody i'm excited about it it's fun i don't know i still yeah. don't have to think about porgs yet we'll find out it seems a little like low-hanging fruit to yes me. it's like oh we got to give something to chewy considering we completely sidestepped him throughout all of the force awakens so let's just do a non-committal cutesy thing I'm like, you've got this big, awesome character, and if you're going to just skate around him by giving him little gimmicks, I'm going to get a little annoyed. You know, I thought about it just now, but I blame Baby Groot. Could be right. You could be right. But then again, it's funny because Chewie has been used as an industry term for having a like furry sidekick for so long that it's funny that now we're talking about how this isn't even that good. Potentially, like, like I, I guess that's what I'm, what I'm proposing is like, what if it's even worse than that, where the, the what was the furry sidekick now has a squishy sidekick, or would it be like a double sidekick, uh, two, two x, two x sidekick. It worked in Thor: The Dark World, right? The uh, sidekick I, had a sidekick. I'm pretty sure that nothing worked in <laughs> Thor: The Dark World. I'm pretty, I'm fairly confident there was literally nothing in that movie that worked. I can't even remember the plot of the film. That's how much I didn't like it. it didn't stick to my bones. But uh, yeah, what else? Do we have any other access to any of the other ones? Or Mike, yeah, are you I was looking? just looking at some of our other links, and yeah, they've taken them all down. This so, just in: Disney <laughs> has gone on a picture removing blitz. Yeah. So yeah, apparently, uh, yeah. So hopefully, you were uh, lucky enough, like Corey was saying earlier, to be able to catch some of those because there was some interesting stuff in there. So, uh, yeah, unfortunately, at this point, anyway, we don't have anything linked. So they had a nice big close up of uh, of uh, Kylo's reverse scar. Yeah. Yeah. His scar versal. <laughs> the, the scar that isn't quite in the same place. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, 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 yeah there was some of that. And uh, yeah, and, yeah, looks like uh, the rest of it's going to be kind of hard to find. So uh, Luke in the news this week. What's going on with Luke? Yeah, talking about The Force Awakens a little bit and and why J.J. chose to do with Luke what he chose. And essentially, uh, and if you remember, a couple weeks ago, we talked a little bit about how infuriating it was to find out that really there was no like master plan with these movies, Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. J.J. was brought in and they did their kind of one-off thing. And he made the decision to, you know, put Luke in at the end and, you know, all of us would have assumed that there was some kind of, you know, reasoning behind it, that type of thing. But no, it was essentially JJ saying, here, Ryan, here you go. Have fun, essentially. So um, so now more discussion has taken place, you know, about Luke in The Force Awakens and, and why the decision was made to keep him so limited. And essentially what JJ is saying is that, look, if I had Luke in this film, he would have overshadowed everything. Mm-hmm. And I would have had the breathing room I needed to develop these new characters. Too bad. It's so sad. There's a, when there's a will, there's a way you just couldn't pull it off. Okay. Then that's what I wanted to talk to you guys about a little bit. Is, is that a copa? I, I mean, I guess I don't get it. Maybe in his mind, I, obvi- I obviously, I think 
in his mind, he thought that was the right decision. Yep, but he doesn't know everything, and he needs to get over himself. I mean, I just thought that was I just... hate it. I Oh, this is such a big pet peeve of mine. Like, I'm actually, like, okay, rage-induced over here right now. Like, I like to miff and complain and and, and play the the devil's uh, advocate and crap like side that kick? all the time. Yeah, the devil's side sidekick. <laughs> and... Uh, and, but the truth of the matter is, anytime <laughs> a filmmaker, <laughs> anytime a filmmaker gets up and says, "Well, we couldn't do this because of this complexity," nope. Here's the thing: it's fiction. You can make justifications for things. It's like it's like when I'm working with a developer who tells me, "Oh, we don't have any way to do that thing that you said." I'm like, mm, "Yeah, you do." Sure. I mean, you can tell me that it's difficult. You can tell me that you right. need ten more resources, but you can't tell me it's impossible. Right. And it's uh, it's the same kind of it's well when well, you want this challenge when though. you want to draw seven red lines out of green and transparent ink, that's that's one of those impossibilities. I am colorblind, so I don't have to listen to you. <laughs> but honestly, I <laughs> no, I feel I feel the same way. I mean, I, I feel like he's talking out of his ass, and I feel like JJ does that all the time now, and I'm kind of tired of listening to him. I I think he believed that. I I don't have any. I mean, there there's no there's I'm no sorry, reason I other than that explanation. There's no reason other than that explanation to have done what he did, but I used to feel like, like kind of what you're alluding to is that you're right. Where there's a will, there's a way. I feel like that, okay, you want to develop these characters, that's fine. You don't need to bring in Luke until the end, but dear God, you could have included him more than, you know, 60 seconds of screen time for yeah, shit's yeah, sake. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's nobody's saying... Why wasn't the movie about Luke? Or may, I mean, right. most people aren't saying, why wasn't it about Luke? Yep. They're saying, why were you a total, like, a total 100% in one direction b-hole about it? Like, couldn't you, could you go 90? Could you go 95? Could you give us a little more than you gave us? No, you were kind of a b-hole about it. And now you're going, well, that's the only way to make good Star Wars. <laughs> and I'm like, no, that's Seriously, not Seriously, think true. about it. I mean, I mean, our theories at the time before the movie came out was that, you know, hey, Luke's going to show up at the end and he's going to do some butt kicking and blah, blah, blah. That would have been perfectly appropriate to me and would have sated, I guess, you know, at least me, you know, to, you know, even if I did only had five minutes of screen time or yeah. 10 minutes of screen time, yep. that would have been fine with me, you know, but to, I mean, it was almost a slap in the face to get to that end credit and you're, you're like, oh, really? This is what I got. Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it really was. And, and, and as much as he wants to defend it, tough. You know what? The, the movie made all the money. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to. De you don't have to defend it for real. So don't defend it with this garbage. Uh, words I don't that feel I don't hear. near as harshly about it as you guys do. Fail. Fail. Um, <laughs> but I. I'm going to say something. I don't, that's probably, I don't disagree yeah. either. Yeah. I'm going to say something that's probably controversial among you guys, but. I still like Ep Seven more than Rogue One. Ooh. <laughs> Can I make my case? Do you got your you got your finger on that button, Howie? Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> your, they hung your case. I'm I'm going through my calendar and deleting all future appearances. Go ahead, right? <laughs> Are you going to speak this Darn in it. first indicative form or? Oh, oh no! What have you done? Oh man! Okay, so, make your make your case, buddy. Um. I just find it a lot easier to have repeated viewings of episode seven and just watch it, enjoying it. Uh, when I watch Rogue One, I don't find myself enjoying it as much. And I think the reason is because most of the characters are being driven by things and they're they're passive characters that are having things happen to them. Or the main heroine, especially Jen Erso. She just kind of like 
she doesn't do much in the movie except get taken from place to place until towards the end. And um, Ray's just a lot more fun to watch. I'll give you the fact that Jin did not, because Jin was sort of almost blackmailed into what she had to do, she's not as committed to it until the very awkward scene where she's like, scene where she's lecturing the entire rebel council mm-hmm. and suddenly she's like rebellion's a built on hope you know and it's <laughs> always like how I did just you heard? get to hear yeah, yeah yeah that's the thing i heard but i'm way more excited about it than the person who told me um so i i i can see that i also think by the same token that ray started off too excited you know, like when she's like, oh, man, there's murderous thunder ball lizards rolling around the halls eating people with their tentacles. But I just totally figured out how to rewire this panel. <gasps> and it's uh, <laughs> it's a little extreme in that account. Yeah. So I, I to be honest with you, I like a good Rogue One viewing more myself. Yeah. But if I'm sitting with like my kid or I'm just doing other stuff, I would. Like Rogue One to me is a, a movie I want to sit and pay attention to, mm-hmm. and Force Awakens is a movie that could just play all the time while I'm doing whatever. And so it's so just they, whatever your preference is, and I like the playing yeah. all the time one. So yeah, yeah, I I, I get that. Yeah, I, I do get too. That. I just uh, found the characters easier to relate to. Yeah, I have tr- I still have trouble relating to Finn or Poe yeah. because I don't feel like they gave us enough substance, right? Okay. Ray, Ray, I'm there with you. See, even I really, Kylo, even gonna, Kylo I really to a certain extent. <laughs> <laughs> I relate yeah. to Finn because it feels like middle school. Like he has absolutely but no social it? intelligence. But and so it? he's just so awkward. Yeah, yeah because I mean, he was taken his from background. his kids and he's been raised by the First Order his whole life. That's how you feel when you have to meet new people and you don't know how to act around them. <laughs> That's how I feel on this podcast right now. <laughs> well, at least you can admit that. Saved it. Yes, I saved it. What are you saying? <laughs> what are you saying, Mike? Oh, you know. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my social awkwardnesses. Uh, I just, I think you guys bash Forks Awakens a little too much. I think there's a lot of great stuff. I in think, it. I think we're making think, up for the fact that we sucked it off so heavily when it yeah. came out. I think, uh, I don't. They I don't hate it. it too much. I don't. I don't bash it. I don't, yeah, that's true. That's true. I don't. I don't bash it. I. I for me, it's right mm-hmm. in the middle of my list. I mean, smack dab in the middle. I mean, so I'm that's tell, a good I'm film. Tell you, this for the same reason that I think JJ should shut up. Uh, Force Awakens made all the money. It doesn't need anybody to cheerlead it. Yeah, but it does. Star Wars benefits from people pointing out the improvements that it could make. Yeah. So I. I, agree I have a. I have a moral prerogative. A moral. No. A moral imperative if you will, uh, to absolutely slanderize that crap as much as I can, you know, <laughs> for the greater I, good. I, yeah. For, for the greater, greater good. good. I love, yes. I love, I love force awakens, but it's, it's problems are glaring ones that I feel like could easily be omitted. So when I want when JJ wants to talk details, I'm like, Mm-mm, go stand in the corner. You made your money. <laughs> yeah. You're done. You're done. Up along. You're done. You me. did it. You successfully did it. Don't they, defend they, what you did. Just go away and, and let the adults the, talk about the future. They gave him the opportunity to be involved and he turned it down. So, yeah. so walk away. You're done. Into that good night. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I, I don't want to sound that resentful, you, but anytime someone sits around navel gazing and defending it, it's like, you're keeping progress from happening. Just shut up. That's yeah, why. I don't know. I I think it's really easy to Monday Monday morning quarterback sometimes too. 
Yeah. We're not privy to yeah. all. And that's how you learn yeah. what to do next Sunday. And let's let's not forget Booyah! that JJ that, took a mantle think, that nobody wanted to. I don't think so. And did good enough. Like, it could have been terrible. The biggest criticisms with F7 were that it was too much like the original trilogy. And you can talk and 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 talk about That's whether, why they hired whether or That's Yeah, whether or not like. that was the intention. But I think the sternness of that critical reaction and, and how and how much of that critical reaction happened is definitely par- is definitely translating into their approach, has translated into their approach for F8. I think that when we see F8, we're going to see a, it's going to be almost too much of a hard swing in the other direction mm-hmm. where it's not going to feel like something familiar. That's what I'm afraid of. And that's going to be, I think, a result of that Monday morning quarterbacking. It's, I mean, that, that's part of laying out your strategy for the next And time. I think Lucasfilm is concerned about that to the point that actually Brian Johnson's been out there trying to hush fears. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but it's, hey, one it's thing, still going to be a Star Wars. It's show, one man. thing to Monday morning quarterback a game that you uh, lost and say, "Oh, we could have done it better if we did this." But we Force Force Awakens made all the money; they, they won the game. Monday morning quarterbacking at this point is just proactively trying to face. All right, what I don't think where that's can we what go? I don't think that's what the majority of the critics are are doing, though. I don't think that the critics as, love Force Awakens. Has, no, 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 no. The, I'm talking about the critics, like people like you and I, and just the average Joes out there that are criticizing it. I don't think it has anything to do with making it better for the majority of those people. I think it has everything to do with just complaining. Oh, that's, but that's <laughs> your bend. That's your bend. On, the whole reason why I like to get her and talk about, like to get together and talk about this stuff, try to figure out how it could be better. Try to figure yeah, out what sure. things it could be do right. that they could do to make it better because I'm still a Star Wars fan. Look, and I don't I'm think, still here. I'm I putting out a podcast, man. Well, I really don't think there's anybody out there calling it a bad movie. No. I mean, they're just calling out the obvious things about it, and I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, and calling out the obvious things is fine. I, it's kind of yeah. like it's kind of like you you don't know put words in my mouth. It's kind of like uh it's kind of like we talk about this stuff because it, it's when you have a kid who won't <sighs> this is really hard <laughs> for me to put this together. <laughs> but it's like, you know, it's like saying, All right, this is this is a thing and we can do better. Can we both again? You know, it was great. You did a good job, but we can do better. Can we agree on that? And then they go, yeah, yeah, I can do better. Okay, good. It wasn't a big deal. We're going to learn. We're going to move on. And then you have the kid where you're like, okay, you did a good job, but here's this thing you could have done better. And the kid goes, well, I don't think I should have had to do it better. And you go, all right, listen here, you little shit. (laughs) Go stand. You know what I mean? It's that defiance. It's like, this isn't a big deal as long as we learn from it. Until someone goes, well, no, we couldn't do it because now it's becoming a big deal because you're not willing to even take the criticism and learn from them from uh, what isn't necessarily a mistake, but a place where you could do improvement. If you the minute you say that I don't need to improve because of this, well, you're a jackass. Get out of here. That's how I look. But yeah, that's I feel like as we go on the the uh, um, I don't want to say hatred, but the the dislike of the things that Force Awakens was that you know the people that dislike is worse because of jj's reaction to it when it's really against jj not against the movie i think jj would be well first off jj's never going to stop answering questions about people like you tend to like really rag on the movie more and more as time goes on because of jj's responses you're 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 probably right you're probably right you know and if and that would be another benefit is if he would shut up because then I would I wouldn't have to See, I wouldn't that, and think about this. That's stuff. the point I was I was making was that I mean he's never gonna not talk about it because it's a Star Wars film. So for the rest of his life, people are gonna ask him about it. And he's gonna answer the question. But I'm I'm on the same boat with you. Is is 
It made all the money. Mike pointed you, at me. <laughs> it made all. <laughs> it made all the money. You don't have to justify anything. You know, just go quietly off into the end of the sunset and and let, let it stand for what you know on its own. Let the people carrying it now like take the information that they're getting from fans and from critics and from themselves and all that stuff and kind of figure out the direction they want to carry the flag. Right. If someone says, "Hey, you could could you have done this better?" Just go. I don't know. Maybe. We did it because of this reason, and 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 that's kind of what he's doing. But JJ has this problem of, of a of, and maybe it's just a communication issue where he presents everything like it's in some sort of intellectual concrete. Yeah, well. and I think that's just it discredits him. It discredits the film, and 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 I yeah, it discredits the whatever. But yeah, I I I like looking at it and going, you know what? Here's all the strengths, and here's some weaknesses. If we comb these out. I mean, we're really, and especially if it's something that's easy to comb out. And maybe in this case, you know, with this particular thing that we're talking about, it's not as much. But there are certain times where, like, a movie, a fortune gets spent making the movie. They bring in all the talent. They bring in all these powerhouses, whatever. But the director has this weird vision that just does a tonal strange thing. And it's kind of like, oh, you just took, like, a 95%er and knocked off 20% with, like, a tiny thing that stands out. It's, it's, it's a big thing that you could have just easily avoided. So, whatevs. We're getting way into the weeds, <laughs> and I'm starting to talk entire generalizations. So, yeah, that's all right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Canto bite. We've been talking a lot about canto bite lately. Yeah, and, uh, Spanish for yeah. Just wanted to kind of <laughs> <laughs> wanted to go down that road again and and describe for everybody what exactly it is and how we it's kind of come to light and uh, I don't know. Get you guys' thoughts on its role in the upcoming film. So Cantobite is, is a location. It is a uh-huh. possible, well, they're, they're describing it as Cantobite would have a relationship. And I can't remember the, the sister planet or location to it, but they're describing it as being somewhat how cloud city is in relation to Bespin. Okay. Cantonica. So Cantonica. Oh gosh, that's okay, a that's, terrible name. <laughs> it just keeps getting worse. Yeah. So I, I, I was, when I heard that description, I was a little concerned. I'm like, okay, it sounds like you know we're a little on the button again, a little on the nose, you know, with with Empire Strikes Back, and they keep telling us this isn't an Empire Strikes Back, but um, I don't know. That's what I've said in the past too before that you know, oh please don't let us be on Cloud City and let us you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, Imperial Walkers and all this. And of course, we're getting all that too. Yep. <laughs> so I don't know. We we might be a little on the on the nose here too with this. I know. I've I've actually, as much as I was saying that a minute ago, that it, my fear is that it won't taste at all like uh, what we've known. There's lately I've been starting to get the fear of like I'm putting together these details and I'm like maybe there's just a lot of again kind of like rinse and repeat kind of stuff. And I don't want to get too far away from the feel of Star Wars, but I do want to get far away from the repeating of the same themes at yeah. the same time. Right. And I maybe I'm asking for my cake and eating it too, you know, but I'm not sure. Yeah, man. That concerns me a little bit. I'm, you know, I'm hoping for a very, you know, just something different. I mean, they've been saying the whole time that, you know, cast included that, hey, this is a very different Star Wars film. That it's going to be a little more, you know thought-provoking and, and different and, and explore different, you know, territories that we've not seen before, you know, but then I see stuff like this and 
just like you're saying it's just a little just a little concerning i don't know i'm not i'm not freaking out yet or anything like that but uh i don't I, know i just look weird. at the picture of all the aliens on canto bite and all their regale and it looks like a doctor who ensemble <laughs> <laughs> i'm a lot we can laugh at that but i mean i really and it's not the first time we've said that i think garrick has said it before it's extremely accurate to say that looks like a group of Doctor Who aliens, not Star Wars. And I don't know. part of it is just like the tucks and tails. Kind and, of and, thing. and maybe maybe that's the case I, to me. Um, and maybe this is too on the nose again, but I I uh, I kind of appreciate it as, OK, let's do the exact opposite of the cantina. You know yeah, what I mean? But at the same time, we've done that. We've had a Mon Calamari water ballet. Yeah, I know. You're right. I yep. mean, have you you're ever right. heard the story? Of, never mind. I, I, <laughs> but you're right. You're, you're absolutely right. <laughs> but like we've <laughs> seen that. And, and what it looks like is that you have a lot of different creatures from a lot of different cultures who come in and have a lot of different styles. And you get you get wild colors uh, combinations and things like that because you have all these different cultures being represented. And it's kind of like what we would see in the U S if everybody doesn't conform to a shirt and tie, this looks like everybody conforming to a shirt and tie. Okay. But let's, but don't you think though, in this film that the location is going to be a lot more intertwined into the plot of the movie than Coruscant was at that, at that ballet. Yeah. I mean, that was literally there for a scene between Palpatine and Anakin. Well, yeah, there was never in in those movies there was never a good justification right. for right. any locale. See, now, just, look, here's a new locale. Now, Cancel Bite, from what we've seen, because it's been introduced through uh, you know variety, the variety photo shoot, and all that good stuff. A lot of chatter on Reddit over it um, that it's going to be where a lot of the action takes place. Some people are, believe that that's where Finn and and Kelly Tran, Kelly Marie Trans character is going to be. Um, mainly based and that there's going to be a lot of intrigue and action on that planet. And some are likening it to uh, a bond flick. Yeah. Which uh, I thought Ryan was Ryan Johnson himself said that. Okay. Which I'm kind of like, okay, we get a little casino Royale thing going on, but it'd be nice if uh, it wouldn't, you know, if it can be like that without being a lot the nose. like that yeah, <laughs> yeah right yeah it's like make it different saying that a lot make I don't it know. do say all right we want to do this but star wars instead of we're going to do this also people should probably look like aliens <laughs> and that's uh, there's a there's a difference there i think yeah a significant one and i'm worried that we're not gonna that, that's probably my biggest fear is that we're not gonna it's not gonna feel like star wars uh-huh just having aliens doesn't make it feel like star wars aliens and tuxedos is Doctor Who uh, that period end of statement that is you get exactly that I don't know from what I've seen so far now if you remember I mean very early on you know right after Force Awakens was coming out we were starting to see you know set photos from Ep Eight you know the location um, photos that we saw the outdoor stuff looks killer very Star Wars the outdoor to me. stuff yeah. looks killer right Absolutely. I mean and you gotta you gotta admit the stuff that we've seen in terms of the aliens and the and the dressed up folks and all that good yeah, stuff all the leak stuff looks good the the promo stuff but makes, it's it's just pause. that it's promo stuff you know on a you know on a set on a background you're right it could so be that all the, these the camera people, never actually lands on any of them who knows for any amount of time I mean yeah. they're just background most of that's got to be just background so. I don't know those characters in the context of what we've seen and, and those sets. I don't know. I'm still pretty excited about it myself. I'm not, not excited about episode eight. I mean, in general, <laughs> I, I'm not, I'm just, I'm, I'm figuring out where to put my reservations. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and I, I'm, I love it too much to not be nervous about it, you know, 
You, you 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 take your kid to her first soccer game. You put her out on the field, and you're like, oh, I'm nervous because I don't want you to get killed out there or emotionally scarred forever. But I'm here to support you, and I am genuinely excited about it because I love you. <laughs> That's me and Star Wars. Okay, let me ask you guys this about Cantobite because it's pretty obvious to me that we're gonna have a couple of different stories going on. We're gonna have Luke and Ray obviously doing some training. It sounds like at some point they're gonna hook up with. You know, Kylo at some point do a little scrapping, so we've got that that story. That's going actually on. the dialogue straight out of the film. Scrapping. Hey, Kylo, let's do a little scrapping. Scrap, what do you baby. say? Yeah, right. Have some laughs. So, I mean, obviously, this is going to be <laughs> a, a B plot um, going on on this side of things. Um, I, I don't know. It's pretty. It's. I mean, it, to me, it's pretty obvious what's going to happen with you know race training and all that good stuff. So, but with this Cantobite stuff and what this mission is and all that good stuff. I mean, it's pretty up in the air and I, 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 you know, for me, I don't know what, what to expect. So I that's guess kind of that's the, the exciting cool is, for me outside of like Ray's training. We still don't freaking understand the plot at all. Yeah. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. What's driving this? We film? had the force awakens more or less figured out in some obscure terms. Yep. Sure. Mm-hmm. But I got no idea what, what's actually going on on Canto bite other than the fact there's like a vehicle that like in some fighting. Right. I got no idea. Right. I mean, obviously we know, you know, Snoke's part of this and Kylo Ren and there's the the force aspect of all this. I mean, I think we can kind of sort of visualize what's going on there. Yeah. I mean, we still don't really know the Snoke arc and how he ties into I was going to ask you about that. Ryan Johnson was uh, talking this week uh, and saying that why, you know, don't get too hung up on Snoke's backstory. Yeah. Like, don't don't like we didn't know the Emperor's backstory. Right. And I'm kind of like, Yeah. That's true, and I'm kind of like, but this isn't the first trilogy. I don't think there's anything wrong with fans wanting there to be continuity tie-ins. Sure. Or to have implications about things being big. It's like, right. you know, the reason why I think that expectation is is fair is because the, fir- the first trilogy, the original trilogy. Yeah, you had nothing. We I mean, t- was- No, but at the end, we tied it off with a nice bow. The bows unravel unraveled and it's been shredded so so anytime that's happened in any franchise and it's just because oh it's something new it's not that meaningful there's a few exceptions you know like the borg in star trek mm-hmm. and stuff like that but uh, almost anything else it's like it's well you let's take star trek for example it's like when uh star trek what was the last movie that came out nemesis was it no, beyond <laughs> something. Yes. Nemesis was last uh, next New generation. Gen yeah, actually, Nemesis was the one I was originally going to talk about. But what was insurrection? Oh right, uh huh. In- the time stopping woman. Yeah, when they did insurrection, they're just like, all right, we're not going to do some big overarching bigger bigger implication thing. We're going to do just a couple of bad guys. That movie was boring and terrible. When it comes to Star Trek Beyond, it's like all right, we're not going to keep pursuing all these greater implications and parallels to the other things that people know from the other timeline. We're just going to do these new bad guys. And it wasn't really good. So it's kind of like one of those things where it's like, okay, this is the a new trilogy. And the first two trilogies were directly related. I think the assumption that there is something that relates this is 100% fair because this isn't just a one-off film. So anytime I hear anybody go, oh, don't get too snug hung up on that, I start going, mm, I don't know about your storytelling abilities. Yeah. I'm starting to worry that you're wanting to do your own thing instead of be a part of a bigger thing. 
That's a big fear for any one of these folks that they bring on. Yeah. So mm, we got to wait and see. We got to wait and see. I'm excited it, to find out. It's one right of those things where maybe there's a misinterpretation between backstory versus origin story. Could be. I hope so. Because we kind of need to know how this all came about well, I even to heard, a point, but I not even, necessarily from the beginning. How did Snoke, you know? Yeah. I even read today that one of the actors was saying that they don't think that, or it may have been Daisy Ridley saying that Ray's parentage isn't as big a deal as, as she maybe thought it was. As mystery. <laughs> I yeah, I hope so, because there's two things I want to know. Who the frick is it, Snoke and what's Ray's parentage? This is misdirection. It, I, yeah. Has to be. I'm hoping. It better be. <laughs> I'm hoping you're right. Because if they just although I don't know I don't know why they need to misdirect because, like you said, we don't know anything. We don't know what the heck's going right. on. If they but if those are two things that if they saunter past, I'm gonna call it a failure. It it, it might still be a decent movie, but I'm gonna say they left a well, lot. What on if the table. they did one and left the other for the third? I can buy that as long as there's enough of a bre enough breadcrumbs for me to sniff out to to know and feel confident that's coming. That was one of my problems at the end of The Force Awakens. I didn't know what I was supposed to be wanting to know and what didn't really matter. It felt ambiguous. And uh, I think a lot of people see. I wanted to know whose right parents were. I, I know. But, but the movie didn't really like I, I couldn't tell if the movie was telegraphing that I should want to know that or not, because that's one thing where I don't think J.J. does a very good job of making those types of things clear what's important and what isn't. And that's what I want. If, if we're not going to learn either of those one or either of those things, uh, I want it to be made clear that, you know, sit tight, viewer, all in good time. That's what I want. Not. Well, it's not really that important because I'm the writer and I'm telling you it's not really. that important. So you want the, the next dish last panel. <laughs> uh, yeah i, I just want to know i i don't need the big cliffhanger ending but i want enough to carry me along to acknowledge that these are the things that as a viewer i want if as a writer you can't answer the questions that the viewers want answered but you also can't show make the viewer comfortable with not having those answered i don't think you're doing your job as well as you could you know it's one or the other if the viewers pissed off because they don't know something you know, I mean, let's talk about the let's talk about the end of season six of Walking Dead. I'm not really I don't really want to talk about it, but there you go. <laughs> That's exactly what happens when you the, the viewers think they're going to get an answer and you don't give it to them. They get pissed. And I don't want that. That's all. So right? if you had to pick of the two, which would you rather have answered in the next movie, the parentage or Snoke's mysterious background that everyone knows but us? I could probably think really long and hard and come up with a really heartfelt answer, but I'm going to go kind of cheap on this and say that giving me raised parentage is too much of a parallel to no, Empire. I am your father. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. So I would rather find out who Snoke is. Ooh. That's I'm just going to keep it light and easy and say that that's where I'm, I'm going to say, even though it's too on the nose, I, that's what my, my preference would be though. I'd I'd rather have the parentage first and then Snoke and then the, you know, whatever, um, the climax to the you know the force bend. Snoke is Revan. Everything's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is gonna be okay. That's all. Actually, that's all I want. I want someone to just say Snoke is Revan, and I'll be fine. <laughs> all right. Snoke, oh, he's not gonna do Snoke, it. He's just nodding. He's over not gonna there. answer. He won't say Snoke it. is no, Revan. He won't say it for me. No. Hmm. Didn't mean anything coming from you, Mike. Oh, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care if I get neither. You're just in it to win it. If it's a good story, I don't care. Mm. I want to know the Snoke thing because 
that's not a mystery to the the characters in the movie. It's just that, a mystery to us. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. That thank you. We've touched on that a, a while back. We have touched on that before. But that is and thank you for that is one of the biggest reasons why that it's like everybody else seems to be perfectly comfortable to some degree knowing exactly who Snoke is. Maybe they don't, but they're not acting like they don't. And yeah. so I feel like something just being artificially kept from me. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. That is frustrating when it's just like, oh, we'll reveal it to you, viewer, and all in good time. And everybody else is totally, you know, totally fine about it. Yeah, that's that's a problem. I think that it's not fair to artificially hide things from the no life isn't fair. And that's why we complain. <laughs> Snoke is a horcrux. Actually, I, think I buy that. We, we've talked about <laughs> how um, I think Petrie's brought up the uh, how Boba Fett's going to train uh, Ray. It'll never happen. And <laughs> I want it to so but desperately. Boba Fett's going to train Ray, and Boba, Boba Fett is Snoke. <laughs> and both? Oh. oh, no. So we're going to find out all in one. Yep. Fell swoop. He's going to train Ray and then go, Psych, I was Snoke. I taught you all the bad things. And I am your. Half father, half father. <laughs> we <laughs> we genetically mixed our sperm. <laughs> Who's the other half? I don't know. Some guy. But I'm the other. I'm the one half. Rest I'm assured. your brother's sister's cousin's former roommate. <laughs> and I taught you all the wrong lightsaber stuff. You're holding it upside down. <laughs> oh my! <head. laughs> my stomach. Oh, just like my other dad. Uh, oh wait. <laughs> Anyhow, my other half dad. Yeah, right. my other half dad. Anyhow, I think that brings us to another end to another rousing. It was 150. That's 350s. Do you know that? Ooh. 150 episodes. One, 350s. We just two, banged out. Three. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, three of them Man, all together. Definitely doesn't feel like that many out. for me. I'll bet it doesn't. <laughs> feels it's like just, it still feels like one too many, doesn't it? It feels like twice as many for me. <laughs> but all the same. Hey, won't you go and follow us on Twitter at FlyCasual1138, where Mr. Steve Powell, foreign correspondent in the UK. When he's not mowing down hapless sheep and all those British roadways, he's bringing you all the latest in Star Wars news, rumors, and uh, great stuff that you're going to follow along there and take part in the conversation with us. Uh, let us know if like as 1138, your questions, comments, we'd like to hear from you. We'd like to talk to you. Why don't you run out to iTunes, Stitcher, wherever you get the podcast, give us a nice little review to help us reach more listeners. And if you, you know, we said it before, but if you need a little reminder, go to betterkind.com, click on the show notes when you're listening to the show, follow along, see some of the things that we're looking at. That is when Disney doesn't get them removed from the internet oh right before we record. But Hey, it happens. That's how it's happening live. That's how you know it's raw. We're raw dog in this yeah, thing. Yeah, this is live. Come at you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> We're like right behind you right now. Don't look. Don't look. I'm naked. In the meantime, I'm Corey. Over there's Mike. See you later. Over there's Howie. I looked. You did? Yep. You shouldn't. <laughs> you, you, you shouldn't have. I know that now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and there's Sancho. Do, do, Sancho, do you have anything to plug? Um. Well, since I plugged myself last time, I just wanted to say I'm, I'm kind of <laughs> jealous of Steve Potter for getting his own theme music. So yeah. I thought I'd just provide mine right now, and then you can just oh, cut yeah. it and use it later. Right? Oh, goody. You guys ready? Yeah, here we go. Sancho Panda, Sancho Panda, uh, Hispanic guy for diversity. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey. We will... <laughs> 
You cannot, we cannot call you Hispanic. Why is that? <laughs> That's not okay. I don't know. They taught me that in my diversity training. Yeah. I, I really? have to, I, it's, it's my, I have to dictate to you what we're allowed to call your own ethnicity. <laughs> Hmm. Maybe we should just keep it ambiguous. Like I'm your, I'm the Balky Bartakamoose of the podcast. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> oh man, we are jelly. <laughs> Nothing's gonna stop me now. <laughs> Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> I do the dance of joy. Hey, 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 hey.